I'm recording this at four in the morning. I did the recording or my thoughts earlier in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If you have not already clicked on that video and you're not trying to get a whole bunch of red pill or male identified perspectives um, coming into your YouTube algorithm, you might not want to click on that video because I just realized I walked into a whole landmine. So for the next couple of days, now I'm going to have to be deleting a bunch of I don't even really like listening to male content creators. So, like, even as I'm speaking to you now, I just hit the refresh button. There, boom, there it is. Some guy I, I'm not gonna want to hear from. It was funny because I was watching like one other girl um, talk about this whole situation, and um, she seems cool, but I get the sense the other ones are gonna be more male identified. I don't know. This is some wild stuff. But yeah, if, if you don't want to have a bunch of... um, Oh yeah, the reason I mentioned the girl is because she's like, watch, bunch of red pill guys are going to pick... No, she wasn't lying. She she called it. Not only that, but if you if you search for it, um, it, it is going to skew your algorithm and you're going to get a lot more of those people in your, in your feed. Um, and one of the things I was thinking when I was recording this too was, you know, I try to make sure that I'm very woman identified. I don't really um, bash other women. I'll hold them accountable. But this one, it kind of felt like I was starting to tread on some territory where I'm addressing it and I'm not happy with the things, obviously, that she said and she didn't. She approached things. But, um,. Yeah, I'm not, if you think I'm one of those, like, Melanie Kings or, like, um, uh, Crimson Cure, Six the Goddess, and I'm out here to, um, throw other women under the bus, that's, you're not gonna get that here. I am a woman, um, I am also a black woman, so it's not in my best interest to bash the collective of black women, um, you know, I'm not... I don't consider myself to be male identified. Maybe back in the days, you know, especially when I was working corporate, might have approached things more kind of like from a male identified perspective. But um, as I'm balancing out my femininity, I feel like I'm more woman identified, right? Um, and more um, in tune with or still wanting to align myself with with what's melanated and what resonates with me. But anyways, let me, um, you'll hear the rest of my thoughts. Um, it was very interesting. I mean, I think it's, it's you can see it in the teller description. I, at first I was like really legit laughing and cracking up and just playing it piece by piece. But then it, it turns into, um, something that's just really troubling, but the conversations are there to be had. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, playing for the our team and stuff. This one made women look really, really bad. Um, this this one's gonna cost us, man. She she really <laughs> she really put a dinger on on uh, some of the things that are going on with women. But we gotta have those conversations, and maybe um, twenty twenty two moving forward, it's gonna really make you on top of everything else, on top of all the other conversations that are coming to the forefront, 
this one is is gonna um really it really <laughs> really set us back a little bit but a little bit of humor in there yeah if you type it in actually let me go back um it's just like back to back like um let me see here I, I yeah I kind of scrolled it so it's like okay the first person that popped up on it the way I typed it in it was a woman so I clicked on hers and I I liked her views on it and everything but then the rest was just like it's a dude this is a dude this is a dude this is a dude that's a dude that's a dude that's a dude here's a woman um but I could tell just right off the bat um I probably could listen to it in a little bit but i have a feeling she's male identified that's a dude some of those don't re relate um that one's not related <laughs> i'm not even gonna mention the name of this person like this channel but that's it that's i know he has a bad rep in the red pill or i mean he's he's definitely a red pill person and then um yeah kind of uh not not too many other people i don't know if you guys have seen this one guy that he has like a mask on his face he is definitely a red pill he's definitely an incel <laughs> but yeah i say all that to say and then i i kept going down and then there was um i think Dee, Dee if i'm not mistaken she's male identified i came across one other video from her i didn't even i already knew by the title i was like yeah She's, she's, mm, she don't like women. She identifies more with the masculine energy, but all right. You heard the alarm in the background. It is officially four o'clock in the morning. Super sensitive to caffeine. I, I decided to just have a little bit of Mountain Dew and I have not fallen asleep. So you're welcome to listen to the rest of the content that I did. Um, and that's it. All right. Bye. Listen, so what had happened was I made a mistake because I'm caffeine sensitive, but your girl has some Mountain Dew late at night. It is almost two o'clock in the morning. Birds are out there chirping too, so they on one. So I'm up here posted up watching this YouTube stuff and um, I heard, like heard a couple of other people are seeing the thumbnail um talking about is it wrong for this man to bring the other kids to the table i haven't even finished watching it. i haven't even finished watching it but i just started laughing listen um when i tell you earth is ghetto um this is a game chamber game changer in two things i'm gonna try to um finish watching it and then I'll come back and share my finishing thoughts on it but I actually agree with him I think it's so sweet that he's bringing I mean it's his child for the love of God but I mean it's nice that you know he's bringing something for his kid I know that that his son had to feel all kinds of special when his daddy pull up with some food maybe not the healthiest food choices but his dad got him some Mickey D's or whatever you know um I think that, you know, it is tragic because 
he is doing the right thing. He's providing for his child. That is his namesake. That is his legacy. And that being said, the impetus of him, you know, providing for that child, the mom has her responsibilities and he has his responsibilities. Um, when I tell you that this is some interesting stuff because it brings up conversations, um, it's a little bit hard for me to kind of identify with it. So I am literally from the outside looking in just like everyone else, but um, two parent home. So it, 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 it's a little bit hard for me to process, but at the same time, I know something's wrong with the picture and what I'm seeing. Um, but with that being said, I think that um, it's not fair for him to bring kids. But I don't know how many kids she has. Um, but how how is he expected to bring? Now, um, one of the comments I had read in another um, in another video. Um, the guy said something along the line, well, a guy said something along the lines of, you know, if he was dating her or in a relationship with her, then it would be a little bit more, the onerous, onerous would be on him to, um, make sure that all of the kids have food, but they're not together. So, um, it defaults to him taking care of the kids. I actually agree with it. And I think coming, I went back to see if, you know, if that was a man or a woman saying that just so I could kind of get a little bit more clarity, but I actually do agree with him on that. Um, and so, but that's rough, right? Um, it, it It's almost one of those times where I want to say he needs to just file custody for his child. Um, you know, mm. If that's what it comes down to and, and he can provide. I actually, and you've heard me say this before too. Um, but one of the things I've learned this year actually was, um, even though I grew up with boys, three three younger brothers, but um, somebody else had mentioned it and it made sense and it clicked for me. But boys stop listening to their mother anyways after the ages of seven and eight. So they are much better off if you um, turn the custody over to the father. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult, um, you know, but it, it's definitely not popular. Um, I think in Western culture or just even in the black community. But when it comes to your sons, I think that depending on his age, she's probably better off just having him live with the dad anyways um so that was interesting and and it is weird it's one of those things where she's like I'm finna expose him but I really think that she that's a bad move uh with this one and he seemed so caught off guard like he was just legit went to McDonald's was zipping down the street let me drop out the off for my son and keep going and she was like, I'm finna expose you. And he just seemed so taken aback. Like, well, what you mean? I'm just here to drop this food off for this kid. I'm going to keep listening to it. Let me hold. Let me let me come back. But um, yeah, let me come back. Oh, no, see that right there. She, she messed up right there, too. She was like, then don't bring him any food then. Like, nobody's eating. Girl, if you don't go sit somewhere. No, no, ma'am. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, no, no, no. 
oh my god wow um she took the food and threw it in the street yo like that's just And I was going to come on and say, you know, he did make a good point. Like, I mean, you know, he's trying to troubleshoot because uh, one of the things that was on my mind in the first five minutes of the recording was like, okay, you don't want to set the kid up. You know, those of you that um, grew up in the church or that type of thing, you hear about the story of Joseph and the the coat of many colors. And um, now I definitely understand that Joseph, his brothers, was a bunch of nakers, too, because it's this whole idea of like, well, um, if we all have the same dad, then we should all get the same code and the jealousy that comes out of it. And, um, and so, and so you can hear him working through the problem and saying, well, okay, at least let him come out in the car and eat what he needs to. Cause what I was kind of thinking was maybe he's on his way to work or he just can't spend a lot of time with him to really pick him up but he can drop the food off and so it came down to he can come to the car eat his little food wipe away the little crumbs and stuff and send him back to his in into the house but damn i cannot believe you guys i cannot believe she did that Like, it was funny. I was all kicking or whatever, but I did not see that coming. Um, mm, let me finish watching it. One more thing that came to mind, you know, um, one of the things she said in the video, because I'm watching um, commentary by Monica's Views and News. Um, her YouTube video on this is called Open Discussion. Is this man wrong, wrong for not bringing the other kids mcdonald's so that's where i heard the clip just to kind of give her a little bit of a shout out too but um one of the things that she said on the video on the clip of the the woman trying to expose the man was i'm finna expose him to uh today apparently he had been doing this all the time and i think that um he got the sense that she said something along the lines of i don't get my food stamps until the 11th so this is not the first time where they've had a gap in in food in the home and so it becomes cyclical and he's like okay my son's gonna be hungry for the next week so let me come until the the, the food comes around you know till she gets her food stamps <clears throat> and stuff and you know this one is difficult for me I think that when I talk about um how a divine masculine is supposed to protect and provide, you know, one of the things that where we're going to be catching hell, I think, literally, um, in 2022, Age of Aquarius, Age of Enlightening and Lifting of the Veil, we're being held accountable for our actions, right? So, here he is. He could have had 90% of the qualities that it takes to be a divine masculine in terms of when you talk about it takes foresight, right? He, he This means that he's in tune. He's paying attention to, okay, this has uh, been happening in the past. Let me address it. Every 15th, 
15th to the 20th of the month. She's not going to have food for him. So let me um, go ahead and address that and consistently dropping off the, the meals. Not the healthiest, but I think in terms of being able to provide and, and be the gatherer, I mean, the gatherer, whew, the hunter. Um, you know, I, I have to give him a shout out for that. But then there's that 5%. And, it, and I've been talking about that with the ladies. Um, and I think I didn't upload that podcast. There's some stuff I need to put on Patreon because I really go deep and I really go in. Um, and I, I think I did not upload that one. But but the, the content is still there. And a lot of some of the stuff I want to transcribe it. Um, so that we can get the real nutrients out of the out of the 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 podcast, but um, I when I talk with the women, I talk about how you know at this point some men should not even be breathing our air, um, and I uh the one that I did not upload, but I know I know that one's a banger, like that one was really good, um. I was talking about how, especially in the divine community, we like to say, oh, unconditional love, or I'm going to give this person a chance. But but it's like, we are being called into, um, into our actions are being called into question. And it's kind of like literally judgment. This is a new phrase that I'm going to kind of marinate on this a little bit, but we're almost going through judgment and maybe even going through hell. Like it's funny, not funny. Um, it's judgment season It's judgment time. And what I'm trying to say is, um, in the podcast that I, I didn't upload, but I, I might end up having, there's at this point, there's two podcasts that I need to upload that I did not even put up, but, um, I was talking in that one about how our decisions are costing us. Women are entertaining felons, having children with felons, dating them. And it's costing us, right? Um, it's resulting in lost lives, poor judgment. And so here you have this guy who is wanting to do the right thing, has the, the provider aspect down, the hunter aspect down taking care of his child in his seat, but that one poor judgment error um, with choosing to to procreate with her, that cost him. He she's finna she's finna make his life a living hell for the rest of his life. Not until that child is 18 for the rest of his life. And I'm pretty sure um she she wasn't she's always been like that. She has always, she comes across as very petty and very vindictive and very um, argumentative and kind of, um, there's a bunch of other words that, that probably it, it, go easy on me. It, it's, it's two o'clock in the morning, so um, not, not a lot of words are coming to my mind that I want to use, but I think that you know, I, I want to say the red flags were there. She, he, I'm pretty sure that he saw how petty she was with the other, with the other children. And you know, with, with, with the other children's fathers, I think that, you know, this is really a sad day or a really sad moment because I really want to root for, 
people who have children and women who have children that they should have another chance. But this, this one, this one, she really made our team look bad. Like, oof. I mean, I have secondhand embarrassment. But I think that, um, If you decide to tread on um, grounds where people do have their children and you want children, then pay attention to how they, they treat their children and how they interact with the um, parents of the other children because it's just... All kinds of, like, it really disturbs me. I am not going to come back on here after I'm done recording this segment, but I'm going to finish watching what she has to say in the commentary. Um, but it's like, you have to be a special kind of vindictive and toxic and karmic and evil person to say that no one's going to eat today and throw that kind of the food into the street, you know, um... One of the things that come to my mind is like the Mayotte energy. And, you know, one of the things I learned coming early into this game, one of the most beautiful things I've learned, um, one of the student workers that I used to have, she had this thing for tea. And um, I fell even more in love with tea and the ritual behind it. But it's the idea of when you um, take the cup the way that the, I think it was like the Japanese have it, it's a round bowl, and you take it into both of your hands, in, 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 and you feel the warmth, and you take time to meditate, and to feel it, and to take gratitude for the water, and the, the you know, process of cultivating those teas, like the tea leaves, and the farmers who put the labor into it for the sun and the rain and everything that brought this to you, right? And when you think about Mayat energy, it talks about how you don't really like throw away food. You don't pollute the waters. And um, this whole idea of her just taking something, you know, when, when our parents, like most parents do raise this on being grateful, they would tell us there's children that don't have food. And so... Um, I couldn't tell you how many countless times we would go to different people's houses and stuff or even at home. And my mom, we would say grace for food, but you have an appreciation when it's presented to you, you receive it and we don't waste food. And so here she is just even wasting food. Like it really bothers me. <laughs> but um, it's just a tragedy. I think that... um. One of the, the, the difficult reasons why I didn't post the podcast um, where I was kind of really holding women accountable for our decisions, a little bit of it is funny. Like I was going off. I'm like, don't let them breathe your air. He shouldn't even be getting close to you. You know what I'm saying? I was going off. Like I said, I, I probably all the content is there. Um, and I know I have to go back in and and put some stuff up because it, it has some valuable lessons in there. But I think that um, same thing with what I'm seeing here. And maybe this is just spirit telling me that I, I need to just take my ego out of it and just go ahead and post it. But um, 
we need to really put our grown woman panties on and our grown men boxers on and and these decisions are costing you you know the the red flags are there and the days of just being able to say you didn't know and you didn't know better or you got bamboozled or the wool got pulled over your eyes those days are over you know um and the conversations are here. I think I almost want to be careful and say like I'm not I'm absolutely not judging. I think that in other podcasts when you hear me, I will say like I'm not judging, but I'm judging. With this one, I am not even judging. I I just feel sad. I almost um at the beginning of this segment here felt like crying just a little bit, and it is that time of the month. So so that that just plays up, but it's just it's a sad feeling cuz I think I'm thinking about that kid and you know, um, what he's going to be going through. The the adults will cope. I think that in this scenario, he has his head on his shoulders, but it just kind of speaks to, you know, with women where you're, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places, you're going to compromise in what you think is love. And with men, you're going to compromise with you know, getting your stick wet, you know, um, and just thinking that it's a, um, it's an act and, um, maybe even more transactional. Um, but both of those result in consequences, right? Um, and it's not something to be taken lightly. So just an interesting, um, time to have these conversations, but, I think I'm understanding the assignment. Also, you know, we talk about it. I just did a late night oracle. And one of the things that came up was speak on it, you know, speak up and speak out. And I think that age of Aquarius, we have the conversations and we elevate and we build awareness and we hold each other accountable as painful as it can be. Right. But it, it, um, creates a soil for a better tomorrow is my hope. So, you know, 2022, any young lady under the sound of my voice that doesn't have children, like you've been warned. Same thing for my divine masculines. You know, I, I, I think I, and this is just me intuitively, but I get the sense that um, just even looking at my, I haven't looked at my stats in a long time. A lot of it um, has to do with once I got the app, I haven't looked at the demographics or anything. But at one point in time, um, I know that I have listeners from the age of 16 to 65. And at one point, it was a little bit more. um, I actually had more men listening than than women. But um, it's kind of dropped down a little bit. And it's more um, more of my women are listening. But I would say that I have the range comes from my women. And then the people who listen to me or the men that listen to me are, are older than me. Um, and or maybe in my age range, but I, I, you know, more on the more mature side of things. So, but at the end of the day, we're, we're all being held accountable and, um, it's an opportunity for you to kind of really think about how you're going to move forward because in case you didn't know, it can change your life, you know? Um, 
kind of joke about it, but it's not a laughing matter that, yeah, having sex, you can't have kids. I I almost want to hear the other behind the scenes because it's one of those things where <laughs> you kind of can tell that, um, I'll just say the red flags were there. Okay, I'm actually getting sleepy, so... I'm probably just about to go to bed. I actually feel myself falling asleep, which is which is nice. Um, oh. All right, y'all be blessed. And if you're single and don't have children, you know it's moments like this where you kind of just need to just chill and think and be grateful. Um, and give it a little bit more thought about what this means for your partner and if you're choosing to go into a relationship whether it's a man or a woman how do they treat their kids because that's how they're going to treat your kids how do they treat other people that they were in failed relationships with you know what is what does that mean um because you're going to be on the receiving end of it and what it means for your children too and the environment that they're going to be in and that type of thing and and when it comes to the you know matters of the heart and even um the sex drive you know talking about men and, and women they have long lasting consequences and just the timing of that coming out also with the timing of um a lot of conversations about relationships a lot of conversations about like even abortion and what that means for who's having kids with who and um long-term consequences all right i think i'm rambling a little bit love y'all um definitely come back tomorrow i'm gonna be doing a wealth oracle and i'm gonna try to drop some insights of of what i see from the upper echelon of society and and kind of helping to elucidate um some things that i i learned that helps me understand why the wealthy act and do the things that they do and how you can spot them and and um I've just been on the receiving end of this within the last few hours and it it has my head spinning because it was so much information um but it's definitely a game changer and um I look forward to sharing with you you know in the most um cloaked way that I can and I will kind of explain a little bit more about why there's a reason why some of these things are a little bit kind of um hidden from the masses but it it makes sense I used to be kind of upset about it but now it it makes sense to me so all right uh good night good morning (laughs) check back with me on Thursday for a wealth oracle until the next podcast peace